Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Imitation of Christ by Thomas A. Kempis, Book 1, Chapter 14. On Avoiding Hasty Estimates. Watch your own step. Be slow to criticize the doings of other people. When we criticize others, we get nothing for our pains. How often we make mistakes. How carelessly it can lead us into sin. Be your own critic. Pull yourself to pieces. Then you will have something to show for your trouble. Again and again, our judgment about a thing depends on the way our sympathies are engaged. Personal preference can easily rob us of the power to see straight. This obstinacy in our own opinions would have less power to disturb our judgments if all the desire of our hearts found its only scope in God. But too often, some hidden force within, some attraction that meets us from outside, will sweep us off our feet. Plenty of people are influenced in their actions by these undercurrents of self-seeking. Without having any idea of it, all seems to go well with them, as long as everything turns out in accordance with their wishes, their plans. But when once their wills are thwarted, they lose their balance and get depressed in no time. Disputes will always be arising, even between friends and fellow citizens, even among religious and devout souls, about differences of policy or opinion. Men are slow to give up old customs, reluctant to be led on farther than they can see. And if you depend on your own reasoning and research, not on the overmastering influence of Jesus Christ, will they get enlightened counsel from you? Seldom and with difficulty. God wants us to submit wholly to his mastery and to outsoar human reason by the fervency of our love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians, dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, voice of prophecy, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The most important part of tonight's reading comes the very end. This reference to love. How can we outsoar human reason by the frequency of our love? What is he talking about? Well, St. Augustine often likes to say, 
Give me someone who loves and he'll understand what I'm talking about. So it's true that we cannot love what we don't know. Love is in the will. Love is also an emotion. And these affections, these appetites, follow knowing. We have to know something before we can love it. But once we begin to love something, we go out to the thing in itself. See, our knowledge is always limited by our own mode of knowing. Our knowing is always taking things in in a partial way, dividing it up, making it understandable to ourselves. But our love, our love embraces things as they are in themselves. We love not our ideas of a thing. We love the thing itself. We love not our idea of our spouse, but our spouse. But our knowing of a spouse, our knowing of someone else, is always limited by our ability and our tendency to make ideas of things, to know them in a general way. Whereas our love is able to connect with the very thing in itself. And so when we have contact with God through love, we begin to have what we call co-natural knowledge. We begin to be able to kind of anticipate what is pleasing to God. We know by a tasting, by an experience, what God wants. And so the imitation of Christ, without overemphasizing it, without stressing on every page, is stressing the vital importance of love. It's telling us that if we really want to know the truth about God and other people, we need to love them. Knowing the truth about other people, knowing the truth about ourselves, knowing the truth about God is not fundamentally about our own searching and discovering. That's a part of it. But give me someone who loves, St. Augustine says, and he'll understand. Why? Because when we love someone, we have sympathy with it. We care about it. And that care, that interest, makes us search more deeply to understand it. It gives us some kind of ability to put ourselves in the place of that other person. And that gives us a privileged place to know that person. And so let us above all ask God for the grace to love him. What will it cost you, St. Philip used to pray? What will it cost you, Jesus, to give me love for yourself? I long to love you, he used to say, and I know not how. And it's because we don't love enough, because we don't seriously accept people as they are and truly want their good, that we're always criticizing. We're always out trying to outdo them. We're trying to impose our will. See, when we love God, 
We accept his will. We want to follow his will. We don't have to know everything. And it's in this context that we really need to understand one last thing in tonight's reading. He says, don't criticize others. Be your own critic. Pull yourself to pieces. Now, that can be misunderstood. Because even when we are our own critics, this has to be in the context of love. Love your neighbor as yourself, Jesus says. Love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, there is a true self-love that comes from God. There is a charity for oneself that comes from God. Why? Because God made us. God made you and God made me and he loves us. And if we love all the things that God loves, then there has to be a true way in which we love ourselves as created by God, as willed by God to be here. And so even when we have to focus on ourselves, which we should, rather than focus on other people, it has to be with gentleness, patience, kindness. Let us not waste time trying to judge other people. Let's not waste time being harsh, even on ourselves. Let's look after our own conversion, yes. Let us examine our own conscience, yes. Let us use the faults of other people and the annoyances of other people to judge ourselves, to look into ourselves and say, Lord, do I do that? Lord, am I negligent? Lord, I'm so angry with this person, but do I do the same thing? That's good. That's very good. But it's got to be with charity. Lord, give me a true love of you and a love of myself, the way you love me. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.